This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. If you remember from yesterday, if you missed out, you can go back and listen. But we are looking at different Jesuses. We understand that there is only one Jesus, and it's the Jesus of the Scriptures. So no need to write us at thegospelforlifeidaho at gmail.com and inform us that we're heretics. <laughs> Nicely done. We do believe in the the Jesus of the Bible, and we wholeheartedly endorse and teach and embrace that. However, we do also recognize that there are just so many different perspectives out there. And what happens is that that perspective becomes the reality for that person. I'm not saying it becomes the reality, but it does become how they see Jesus, how they view him, and how they then live. And as Christians, we're going to encounter all of these various Jesus that our culture and our churches create. And so what we hope is that we can inform you of the different types. You can label them different. You can put different names on them. We don't care about that. There's no test at the end where you have to list out all of the different Jesuses and get them all right. However, we think awareness is actually a powerful thing. And so yesterday we talked about the everyman Jesus overemphasizing his humanity, and we talked about the Jesus movement, Jesus kind of blending these charismatic practices with the countercultural lifestyle of the hippies in which time period it came out. We did acknowledge that Ryan and Vinny might be too young for this. (laughs) Um, But this is kind of when I came into Christianity, when this Mm. was big, that this was my formidable years you know, the people in the church that had really kind of come out of the 60s and 70s and then brought the 60s and 70s into their church and into their view of Jesus. And we're always in danger of having our cultural moment influence our religious beliefs. That is always the danger, and that time period was not immune to that. Today, we want to start with, and sometimes it's been called theology light Jesus, non-evangelizing Jesus, but this Jesus that has been created doesn't care that much, if not at all, what people believe. Really, what he cares about is not our beliefs, but our behavior. He came to tell us how to live. So this is kind of a reaction against the theological, doctrinal Christianity that exists. And what he is, is a a Jesus that came to to help us just... Kind of a moral, therapeutic Jesus. Yes. To meet earthly needs. Yes. Mm -hmm. And really is, is pushing back against 
the Christianity that holds to doctrinal beliefs and doctrinal truths and calls you to a certain set of beliefs as far as that you need to believe not just in a Jesus, but a Jesus that makes certain demands and teaches certain things. And this is kind of pushing back against that. So what's the danger of this? I think one of them is to is to separate behavior and belief as if they can be. Mm-hmm. One of the things is we need to recognize is that our behaviors are rooted in what we believe. Mm-hmm. And so if you take Jesus and he's just all about your behavior, um, you miss the root of where that behavior is. And so Jesus absolutely cares about what you believe because he made truth claims mm-hmm. um, and invited people to believe them. Uh, and then it is those beliefs about Christ that ultimately change uh, and transform behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by your fruit, you will know them. Yep. You know, a good tree with good roots, good beliefs doesn't produce bad fruit. I do, do you guys read the paper at all? Yep. Um, so I subscribe to, to the. Paper? I, know, like, I know. I I get the Idaho, Idaho yeah. Press Tribune. It's on my iPad, but yes, okay. I, <laughs> yeah. And there was a letter to the ed- editor in the paper this last Sunday. Um, I don't know why, but I find the opinion page to be fascinating. It wasn't actually a letter to the editor; it was an opinion page, and it was written by a retired Christian church minister. Did you happen to see this? I've not seen that one. Okay. Um, and basically, it was him talking about he, – he re- didn't ever – he didn't minister in Boise, but he retired in, in Boise, and he's talking about all of these social projects, social movements, and that is really what defined his life and ministry. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that, that he is concerned about better infrastructure and – water systems and all of the rest of that however if that's the core then something's a mess yeah um, but that's really what the theology light jesus is embracing that it is about better bike paths and in my environmentally friendly um, policies within your in your city and clean air bills that pass and that becomes the 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 core of your religious belief and that's i believe in the article it said something like in my mind i can see that when we do these things jesus smiles but there was no talk about the cross there was no talk about jesus coming as a propitiatory um, substitutionary atoning savior it's just about that we made life better for other people yeah, the church becomes a, a community with a mission, but no gospel, mm-hmm. or or no the gospel. I would say people need salvation from the things that you talked about, right? So from pollution or from poverty, um, but not to be reconciled to their creator. And, and then you can just put other things in there, right? right. I mean, then it, the you know, if you you just get rid of racism, or you get rid of sexism, or you get rid of ageism, or whatever it might be, that that becomes your work, that becomes your primary task, because. Jesus cares about those things, therefore we care about those things, and then the gospel kind of becomes lost, becomes secondary. Which is a a little bit related to the next one, which is a socialist Jesus, that Jesus would embrace, and this is specifically just, in some ways maybe it's a subset of what we just talked about, that Jesus would embrace socialist ideas, that he would be about unity and equality. This is the danger of this one is is co-opting Jesus for your particular ideology or worldview, where you select 
the teachings or, or the places of Jesus' ministry that fit with what you want to accomplish. And so Jesus is not who he said he was, God, to be worshipped, uh, the atoning sacrifice for sin, but he becomes a means to accomplish your particular end. And that's just And it's true. Awful. Jesus did talk about unity. He mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And Jesus did talk about equality. But did he talk about those things in the same way that the socialist political vision is no because i mean what we the way that's defined today is like everybody is to have kind of the equal outcome yep and uh, that's not the equality or the unity that jesus is talking about and i think we can even subtly see that in maybe i'm stretching this too far you can correct me if i am but i mean jesus had you know hold on to your hats hold on to your hats ryan is now out of control Uh, he had 12 disciples, but we also know that there were three in particular that he did a lot more with and he was closer with. The reason why I mentioned that is like in today's day and age, you can almost look at that and think, you know, all of his 12 of his disciples had to have, like they were all equal. But he no, Jesus actually, he had to spend mm-hmm. equal time with them. But no, he, he chose mm-hmm. James, John, and Peter, and they were his inner circle. And they got to do some things, like they went up to the Mount of Transfiguration. They were the only three that saw him glorified before he ascended into heaven. So, you know, there's, yes, we're all equal at the cross. We're all image bearers of God. But God calls us to do different things. And we have different roles, different functions. We're all different parts of the body. We're not all the eye. We're not all the hand. And socialism tries to make everybody the eye, everybody the hand. Mm-hmm. And I, I think... Part of this is is exactly what Vinny was saying earlier too, is that it's always wrong to try to to take Jesus from the scriptures and force him into our categories and our our systems. And you can do this with socialism, but you can do this with any any belief yeah. system. If you I do mean, if you do a Google search and search for Jesus is a You'll discover he was a libertarian, a communist, a republican, a democrat, an anarchist, a baseball fan. You know, so you get, you can get, you can get that just by leaving that uh, well, he blank was, open. He was a specific baseball f- fan. Yeah, he he had a team. Well, in the big inning. <laughs> oh man! Oh, no. Sorry, no, you are now banned. Your youth Sorry. pastor is showing. <laughs> but it and the danger is then you can you manipulate. You manipulate the true Jesus to fit the Jesus that we want to to endorse right. the particular you, belief system that we ourselves have embraced. And I think one passage that kind of speaks to that is back in the Old Testament when Joshua meets the angel of the Lord, who is mm-hmm. Jesus before he is incarnate. And it's before they go into Jericho and he sees the angel of the Lord and Joshua comes up to him and says, are you for us or are you for our enemies? And his Jesus' response is, no, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now yeah, I have come. Captain of the Lord. And so yeah. he's, uh, um, he's saying, Jesus is on his side. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah, are you with Jesus or Jesus join with you? And so in uh, you know, a socialistic Jesus, you're looking at things that are similar to what Jesus taught, you know, when he you know, cared about feeding the poor and had warnings for the rich and those sort of things. But that wasn't all that Jesus was. You know, those are those are good things, but what Jesus was accomplishing wasn't through this movement of socialism, but through a mo- movement of discipleship, 
Uh, and so Paul would say, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. There are, there are there there were certainly aspects of his ministry that teach us and give us an example, but that's not all he was. Mm-hmm. Other time periods have done this. So you know, this era, last century, tried to socialize Jesus, if we can use that phraseology. Um, early on in our in in history, earlier in history, in the age of enlightenment, they didn't try to socialize Jesus; they tried to rationalize Jesus. Um, to fit the age, famously Thomas Jefferson, the Thomas Jefferson Bible, took all of the miracles, took all all of the supernatural working of Jesus out of the scriptures. He would literally cut it out. Mm. And this is the rationalist Jesus, intellectual, moral, good person, but not supernatural, not divine, doesn't do miraculous things. Everything in Jesus' life is explained away, but people still want to embrace him. What's the danger of this one? Well, I mean, we if we it 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 doesn't look at it, what he actually taught. You know, it looks at him as a good teacher but it ignores what he actually taught. And I think you know, his his cry too is, you know, you you haven't believed me, but then he calls to the people to look to the works that he's done and believe in them. And so the the miracles that he did, I mean, there were there are factual events that happened and they show that he is the eternal son of God and that demons do cower before him and that the winds and the waves obey his voice immediately. Jesus as not only a human, but as God himself and mm-hmm. the rationalist Jesus denies the, the divinity of Jesus Christ. That's all the time we have for today. We will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>